Hare Krishna everyone, welcome back to Shravanam Diaries Podcast. I'm your host Sulalita Devidasi and we are continuing to read Teachings of Lord Chaitanya by His Divine Grace Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada Starting Chapter 31 The Supreme Perfection hmm. Whatever position one may have If he is fully conversant with the science of Krishna, Krishna consciousness, he can become a bona fide spiritual master, an initiator or a teacher of the science. In other words, one can become a bona fide spiritual master if he has sufficient knowledge of the science of Krishna, Krishna consciousness. Becoming such a spiritual master does not depend on a particular position in society or on birth. This is the conclusion of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and it is in accordance with the Vedic injunctions. On the strength of this conclusion, Lord Chaitanya, previously known as Vishwambara, accepted a spiritual master Ishvara Puri, who was a sannyasi. Similarly, Lord Nityananda Prabhu and Sri Advaita Acharya also accepted a sannyasi as their spiritual master, namely Madhavendra Puri, who was a disciple of Lakshmipati Tirtha. Similarly, another great Acharya Shri Rasikananda accepted Shri Shyamananda as his spiritual master. Although Shyamananda was not born in a Brahmana family, so also did <coughs> Ganganarayana Chakravarti accept Naratama Das Thakur as his spiritual master. In ancient days, there were, there was even a hunter named Dharma, who became a spiritual master for many people. There are clear instructions in the Mahabharata and Srimad Bhagavatam, seven point eleven point thirty five, stating that a person should be accepted as a Brahmana, Kshatriya Vaishya, or Shudra according to his personal qualifications and not his birth. For example, for example, if a man is born in a Brahmana family, but his personal qualifications are those of a Shudra, he should be accepted as a Shudra. Similarly, if a person is born in a Shudra family, but has the qualifications of a Brahmana, he should be accepted as a Brahmana. All Shastric injunctions as well as the versions of great sages and authorities establish that a bona fide spiritual master is not necessarily a Brahmana by caste. The only qualification is that he be conversant with the science of Krishna Krishna Consciousness. That alone 
makes one perfectly eligible to become a spiritual master. This is the conclusion of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in his discussions with Ramananda Raya. In the Hari Bhakti Vilasa, it is stated that if one is, if one bona fide spiritual master is born in a Brahmana family and another qualified spiritual master is born in a Shudra family, one should accept the one who is born in a Brahmana family. This statement serves as a social compromise. But it has nothing to do with spiritual understanding. This injunction is applicable only for those who consider social status more important than spiritual status. It is not for people who are spiritually serious. A serious person would accept Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's in instruction that Anyone conversant with the science of Krishna must be accepted as a spiritual master, regardless of his social position. This is the instruction. There is an injunction in the Padma Purana, which states that through a highly elevated spiritually advanced devotee of the Lord, may have been born in a family of dog-eaters, he can be a spiritual master. But that a highly elevated person born in a Brahmana family cannot be a spiritual master unless he is a devotee of the Lord. A person born in a Brahmana family may be conversant with all the rituals of the Vedic scriptures, but if he is not a pure devotee, he cannot be a spiritual master. In all Shastras, the chief qualification of a bona fide spiritual master is that he be conversant with the science of Krishna. Lord Chaitanya, therefore, requested Ramananda Raya to go on teaching him without hesitation, not considering Lord Chaitanya's position as a sannyasi. Thus, Lord Chaitanya urged him to continue speaking on the pastimes of Radha and Krishna. Hmm. Quote, because you are asking me to speak of the pastimes of Radha and Krishna, Ramanandraya humbly submitted, I will obey your order. I will speak in whatever way you like. Unquote. Thus, Ramanandraya humbly submitted himself as a puppet before Lord Chaitanya, the puppet master. He only wanted to dance according to the will of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He compared his tongue to a string, stringed instrument. 
saying, quote, you are the player of that instrument, unquote. Thus, as Lord Chaitanya would play, Ramananda Raya would vibrate the sound. Ramananda Raya said that Lord Chaitanya is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the source of all incarnations and the cause of all causes. There are innumerable Vaikuntha planets, innumerable incarnations and expansions of the Supreme Lord, and innumerable universes also. And of all of these universes, all of these existences, the Supreme Lord Krishna is the only source. His transcendental body is composed of eternity, bliss and knowledge. And he is known as the son of Maharaja Nanda and the inhabitant of Galoka Vrindavan. He is full with six opulences, all wealth, strength, fame, beauty, knowledge and renunciation. In the Brahma Samhita 5.1, it is confirmed that Krishna is the Supreme Lord, the Lord of all Lords, and that his transcendental body is Satchit Ananda. No one is the source of Krishna, but Krishna is the source of everyone. He is the supreme cause of all causes and a resident of Vrindavan. He is also very attractive, just like Cupid. One can worship him by the Kama Gayatri Mantra. Kama Gayatri Mantra. In the Brahma Samhita, the transcendental land of Vrindavan is described as being always spiritual. That spiritual land is populated by goddesses of fortune, who are known as gopis. These are all beloved of Krishna, and Krishna is the only lover of all those gopis. The trees of that land are all desire trees. You can have anything you want from any tree. The land is made of touchstone, and the water is nectar. In that land, all speech is song, all walking is dancing, and the constant companion is the flute. Everything is self-illuminated, just like the sun and moon in this material world. The human form of life is meant for understanding this transcendental land of Rindavan, and one who is fortunate should cultivate knowledge of Rindavan and its residents. Jai. In that abode, in that supreme abode of Krishna, are Surabhi cows who overflood the land with milk. 
since not even a moment is, is misused over there, there is no past, present or future. An expansion of that Vrindavan is present on this earth, and superior devotees worship the earthly Vrindavan as non-different from the supreme abode. No one can appreciate Vrindavan without being highly elevated in spiritual knowledge, Krishna Consciousness. According to ordinary experience, Vrindavan appears to be just like an ordinary tract of land, but in the eyes of a highly elevated devotee, it is as good as the original Vrindavan. A great saintly Acharya has sung, quote, when will my mind be cleared of all dirty things so I will be able to see Vrindavan as it is? And when will I be able to understand the literature left by the six Goswamis so that I will be able to understand the transcendental pastimes of Radha and Krishna? Unquote. The loving affairs between Krishna and the gopis in Vrindavan are also transcendental. Such affairs appear like the ordinary lusty affairs of this material world, but there is a gulf of difference between the moods of Vrindavan and those of this material world. <clears throat> hmm. In the material world, there may be the temporary awakening of lust, but it disappears after so-called satisfaction. In the spiritual world, the love between the gopis and Krishna is constantly increasing. That is the difference between the love in the transcendental world and the lust in the material world. The lust, or so-called love, arising out of this body is as temporary as the body itself. But the love arising from the eternal soul in the spiritual world is on the spiritual platform. And since the spirit soul is eternal, that love is also eternal. Therefore, Krishna is addressed as the evergreen Cupid. Jai. Lord Krishna is worshipped by the Gayatri Mantra and the specific mantra by which he is worshipped is called Kama Gayatri. The Vedic literature explains that the sound vibration which can elevate one from mental concoction is called Gayatri. The Kama Gayatri Mantra is composed of 24 and a half syllables thus. Klim 
कमदेवा विमे पुष्पाबना धीमह तन्नोनंगा प्रचोदयात् This Kama Gayatri is received from the spiritual master when the disciple is advanced in chanting Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare In other words this Kama Gayatri mantra and samskara or a reformation of a perfect brahmana are offered by the spiritual master when when he sees that his disciple is advanced in spiritual knowledge even then the kama gayatri is not uttered under under certain circumstances in any case the chanting of hare krishna is sufficient to elevate one to the highest spiritual platform Hmm. Okay, I think we will, we will stop here for today and we will continue tomorrow. I was the first time I was reading this book I was so amazed at Krishna Krishna. Srila Prabhupada, his divine grace, he included the like he he has given the Gayatri mantra, the entire verse in this book. It's a very confidential mantra Hare Krishna Chant Hare Krishna and awaken the eternal transcendental spiritual love within you towards the supreme lord so we shall see you tomorrow thank you so much for tuning in today the link to this book is in the description please check out our website shravanamdiaries.com you will find the links told the books we've read so far the biography of his divine grace and yes we shall see you tomorrow hari krishna <laughs>